Have you ever wanted to know how something is made? This is Friday, February 10th. In North Carolina, not far from where our family has a mountain camp cabin, the Sierra Nevada Brewery set up their eastern production plant. But they didn't just set up operations to make beer. They built a nice restaurant and elaborate gardens, as well as a fun gaming area for families. Now, of course, on most days, they offer a brewery tour to guests. This is the only brewery, not, this isn't the only brewery that we have toured, but it's the most detailed. They take you through the room where the hops and grains are stored and into the area where the actual brewing takes place. But the tour ends in the bottling room where bottles are shooting through a circular device and the beer is being put in. It's amazing how fast they do this and to see how they produce a bottle of beer. But I want to jump to our text for today. This is Titus 3, verse 5 to 7. He, that's God, saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. Now here is Paul the Apostle describing the way that God actually redeems and changes us. First notice that we play a passive role in our salvation. He repeatedly reminds us that we are justified by grace. And that grace, as we have learned, is God's one-way love toward us. The grace is won, you might say, by Jesus at the cross. Jesus accomplished our salvation. This doesn't mean that the work is, that the work is still left undone. It's a finished work. No additions or supplements are required. You have nothing to do. We receive and rest in this grace by faith. That is all. Here is the way the reformer Martin Luther described this salvation in Jesus. So, have we nothing to do to obtain this righteousness? No, nothing at all. For this righteousness comes by doing nothing, hearing nothing, knowing nothing, but rather in knowing and believing this only, that Christ has gone to the right hand of the Father, not to become our judge, but to become for us our wisdom, our righteousness, our holiness, and our salvation. Now God sees no sin in us, for in this heavenly righteousness sin has no place. So now we may certainly think, Although I sin, I don't despair, because Christ lives in me, who is both my righteousness and my eternal life. And that righteousness I have no sin, no fear, no guilty conscience, no fear of death. I am indeed a sinner in this life of mine and in my own righteousness, but I have another life, another righteousness above this life, which is in Christ, the Son of God, who knows no sin, or death, but his eternal righteousness is his eternal righteousness and eternal life. Now notice as we look at this passage from Titus, the place of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is the one that applies the work of Jesus in us through a washing of rebirth and renewal. That washing is a purification, you would say, as Luther describes, 
an application of the righteousness of Jesus, a removal of our sin. How does the Spirit do this work? Through a conviction of, of our sin. We see our need to be rescued. And then we come to call out to God. The Spirit also brings about our rebirth through regeneration. This, then the Spirit dwells in us, providing us with power to live, with guidance, and with comfort. Then the Spirit enables us to live our new life. This is how God actually redeems and changes us. Now, I want to go back to that plant in North Carolina because I didn't tell you about one of the most important stops on the tour. It's the tasting room. At one, one point, the guide leads the tour, small tour group, into a room with the, there are plenty of chilled bottles already set out for tasting. I think there are 20 or 30 different brews there, and the guests are allowed to sample them. And our salvation, the, sal, the samples, are the deeds of service, the way we treat our neighbors, the way we love one another. Here, we can see the results of salva salvation, the fruit of the Spirit, and this work done by Jesus and the application of God's grace by the Holy Spirit. This is what Paul is talking about as he teaches Titus. God redeems us and empowers us by his Spirit to live our new life. Let's pray. Father God, we find it difficult to believe that we do nothing to merit or earn the grace you provide. But that's what grace is, Lord, we know. So we thank you that it's all gift. Help us to rest in you and to remember your goodness. Thank you for sending us your spirit to guide and lead us each day. Teach us how to keep in step with your spirit. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.